0: Hello and welcome to Maldorma TV. This is the second episode of this podcast series and
1: I'm Magnus Olber. And I'm Tobias Olber. In the previous episode we talked about why we're sitting here today and also we discussed our spiritual awakenings. During my spiritual awakening I had this amazing experience after the first time I meditated. I yeah. was thrown into this experience for a whole week where I was just experiencing bliss, I was experiencing unconditional love and yeah. just... Uh, fantastic state of mind that stuck with me as i said for a week yeah and you and i started
0: to talk a lot about spiritual matters after that
1: yeah because well i hadn't studied spirituality before this and you had studied it for 15 20 years when was this a few years ago i guess yeah five years ago maybe
0: yeah and at that time i think i had studied spirituality for about 15 years yeah and i had studied quite a lot and hmm. at the point was quite well read when it came to theory, the theoretical part of yeah. spirituality but I never had any major spiritual experiences as the one you had so I was really excited when you had this very dramatic awakening if you will
1: yeah so you you could put words to what I had experienced and I, that was really relieving for me because yeah. well I had no idea what had happened I thought it was just something wrong with me or something like that.
0: Yeah, so I I remember thinking that I wanted to, as you said, put words to Mm. what you had experienced, because I I had read about it many
1: times in literature. And I think that's perhaps a good thing that you were there, uh, because a lot of people, I think, have spiritual experiences, and they just think they are weird when they have it.
0: Yeah, and they don't talk about it.
1: Yeah, exactly. So I think the reason... Well, because I had you to discuss this, I re- didn't really feel weird about it. I could understand what had happened. Yeah. So we really had two different approaches to the spirituality that we experienced. Yeah. Most definitely. Um, But what, after this happened, I really sh- had to change my life and really try to find out how to get back to this uh, state of mind again. Yeah. Because it was such a wonderful experience to be in this state of mind. So. I really started browsing YouTube, just to try to find anything which could put words to what I had experienced. Mm-hmm. And I came across a video by a man called Alan Watts.
0: Yeah, and for those of you who are watching this on YouTube, we actually have a painting on Alan Watts right here on the wall, that a good friend of ours has painted. So mm-hmm. that's what he looks like, he's not longer with us. And next to Alan Watts we also have a painting by the same artist of Ram Dass, the American
1: spiritual teacher. Yeah, and we're probably going to discuss Ramdas in future episodes as well.
0: Yeah, he's a grateful spiritual teacher that are still with us. Yeah. And when you talked about Alan Watts, you brought him up with me, these videos that you had watched. Yeah. And I had heard of him, but I hadn't
1: studied his material. Mm,
0: Okay. I knew who he was.
1: Yeah, I also remember when I came across the video of Alan Watts, it was really like a fantastic moment because... He was able to put into words what I had experienced, or th- that yeah. feeling that I had during this one week. He was able to paint it up with words. Yeah,
0: and I had, I have listened a lot to his talks nowadays. Yeah, and he really is one of the great modern Western spiritual teachers, I think. Mm. And he has this beautiful British accent and yeah. deep voice, so he's very mesmerizing to listen to
1: yeah and he has this way of explaining things through metaphors which yeah. is just really beautiful and uh, but i w- it wasn't really alan watts that would change things for us no it, it wasn't uh, because when i had finished watching this video with alan watts you you know when you go on youtube and you have finished watching the videos you get the suggestion list yeah. on the side yeah so there on the side it was a suggestion of a video of, of a man called terence mckenna
0: yeah, and you brought Terrence up yep. during one of our discussions, and I had never heard about the guy. Hmm. So I didn't know who you were
1: talking about, and I watched his videos later on. Yeah, and I remember the first mo- first time I watched a Terrence McKenna video. Uh, I couldn't stop listening to his videos or his voice, even though I thought this guy is really, really weird, but there was something about him that was just so mesmerizing.
0: Yeah, and I have listened to him... Quite a lot, actually, yeah. since then, and I think the the way he pulls you in is by talking like a ve- very very well read person, like kind of a professor. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm talking about. Mm. He's so well read about a lot of subjects, mm. and at the same time, he's this kind of out there hippie talking about very out of the box theories and yeah. not out well, so. He kind of sucks you
1: in, yeah. really. Yeah, he has this amazing way of expressing himself. And I think you, we both agree that during the presentations, we we're both amazed by his ability to just throw out fantastic quotes on the spot.
0: Yeah, he can get a question from an, a person in the audience, and the answer is just amazing. Yeah. I mean, he can think up this, I don't know, well... All of, A lot of things he said are today, you know, quotes that yeah, people yeah. use. Yeah. And he has made things up
1: that are so brilliant. Yeah. Uh, it's just an amazing ability that he had. Uh, unfortunately, he's not with us as longer as well. Yeah. Uh, but I just have to recommend the video. Uh, recently, it was a film called uh, The Transcendental Object at the End of Time, I think it was. Yeah,
0: it was a European guy that put it together. It's a lot of... Clips, film, movie clips mm-hmm. from talks of Terrence and interviews with him that he, a man put together, and it's really good.
1: Yeah, I think it's three and a half hours, I yeah, think. It's yeah, it's really
0: long as well, but.
1: Yeah, and it's it's Terrence McKenna as, at its best. Yeah. So check that video out, it's really good. Uh, but I was really. Copy, my interest was one of the subjects that Terrence McKenna frequently talked about was. Mm-hmm. The psychedelic experiences, yeah, and he talked about in particular his experience on uh, mushrooms, yeah, or psilocybin cubensis, yeah, magic mushrooms. There, the, the yeah. common word, yeah. So this really caught my interest because when he talked about these experiences on on psychedelics, it he was describing the same thing that I had experienced during my my awakening, yeah. So I thought, well, okay. Maybe if I try this substance, I will have a similar experience. This perhaps can be a a tool for me to use to get there again. So uh, I think uh, I brought this up with you and really suggested or asked you if we should try it. Yeah, you brought up
0: the subject of psychedelics as a tool for attaining spiritual experiences. And I told you about an event that, that occurred in my life... When I back in 2002 or 2003, I don't know for sure. Yeah, but quite uh, some time ago, and this was quite early on on my spiritual journey. Mm. I had my awakening when I was 17, and this was in my early 20s. And I also stumbled across, you know, the shamanic tradition in South America, yeah. where the shamans use. Different plants and mushrooms to invoke spiritual experiences and mm. to get a connection to the spirit world. And when I read about that, I became very curious because the experiences that they described sounded quite amazing. Yeah. And I felt I want to try this out. Right. And also, I had heard about Westerners during the 60s taking LSD and such having mm. also quite remarkable spiritual experiences. Yeah. So I became very curious, and at this time I was studying to become a teacher. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to break the law because yeah. if I was going to work in the school system, it didn't it wouldn't look good if I had, you know, a criminal rec- record of mm. taking drugs. I would, yeah. probably wouldn't be hired in the first place. No. Well, so. so I was very concerned about gre- breaking the law, but I read a lot about the subject on the Internet and found out that... It There was actually a plant called Salvia divinorum that was completely legal back then. Okay. It's illegal now. Uh, And the reason it it was legal was because it was actually quite newly discovered for the Western world.
1: Yeah, I think Salvia divinorum is one of the strongest psychedelics that you can get.
0: Yeah, I do think I have remembered that it's actually the strongest one. Or perhaps at least the top five strongest. Yeah. And I only think it grows in one place here on Earth. Okay it's quite a remarkable plant,
1: actually, yeah, yeah, for sure, but it was legal, as I said, yeah, and that's quite amazing that it was actually legal for for a limited time that you could try it, legal. yeah, fully legal, yeah,
0: so what I did, I bought it on the internet hmm. from a website, and I wasn't committing any crime, yeah. buying it, or using it, so yeah. I bought how I ordered some leaves, dried leaves, and smoked them in my living room, All right, and I had a friend uh, with me that Kind of looked after me, but it didn't smoke it i di- I
1: felt i wa- i wa- didn't want to be alone I think that's a good idea to to have someone with you yeah. in case something happens you at least have the comfort that someone else is there yeah, this
0: is kind of strong stuff yeah. that you shouldn't play around with so it felt very good to have him with me, and I was at my home, as I said, and when I smoked the leaves. I only needed one single inhalation of this stuff. Hmm. And within seconds, I left my body and ended up in a total different universe or dimension. I don't know where I was. Okay. So that was quite remarkable. And when I ended up in this place, I did not have a physical body. I was just a consciousness. Mm -hmm. But I did have a visual sight, even though I did not have any eyes. Yeah. That was quite strange, I thought, at the time. And also, I remember that I was in this very colorful world where there were spirals hanging in the air. Mm -hmm. I don't know if there was air, actually, but in the space. And uh, they were made of color, moving color, that slowly were rotating. Mm. Uh, But I don't remember very much of my surroundings uh, for two reasons. The main reason, perhaps, is because a lot of psychedelic, experiences tend to fade away when you get out of them. Yeah. Just like dreams behave. Uh, so you have to write them down or they have to be very emotional and strong if you mm. want to remember them. Yeah. Uh, but also the other reason was because I had a panic attack at this time because this was what you would call a bad trip. Okay. To some extent at least. Mm-hmm. Because when I ended up in this dimension... My memory was completely erased. Okay. Uh, I didn't remember who I was. I didn't remember what I was. I didn't know what. I didn't have no recollection of me being a human being. I didn't know what a human being was. When so I you was were
1: there. thrown into this completely different dimension. You had no recollection of anything. No, and I didn't hmm.
0: know where
1: I was the second
0: before I ended up in this place. Okay. So I remember thinking to myself. Who am I? Where the hell am I? Where did I come from? How did I end up here? What is this place? Yeah, and I couldn't see or feel anyone else there. I felt completely alone, and I was really scared. I mean, really scared, and yeah, I I panicked. Guess. I started thinking, how I, why, how did I end up here? Where I? What should I? What should I do? Hmm. And this kept on for only a few minutes, and then I was sucked back into my body. Okay, and that's experience was quite cool actually I was sitting in my sofa and it felt like my soul was sucked from this dimension uh, and it came from under the floor through the back of the sofa back into my body mm-hmm. and when I returned to my body I my memory quite quickly came back to me and I remember what I had hmm. done and all of that all right so that was the total ex- the whole of the experience Back then,
1: yeah, I can imagine that had must have been quite frightening, uh, or I can understand why you panicked if you had no yeah understanding of what when I was back work. in my body. I
0: well, I didn't feel afraid anymore, so yeah. yeah, I kind of get over got over it quite early because I remember that I was a human being and mm. I was magnesol and all that. Yeah, uh, and the my intention with this journey was to see if I could learn anything from the spiritual world. And
2: mm.
0: and I also wanted to have confirmation of a lot of the things that I had read about. Yeah. And I did have... The experience was a confirmation that other realms exist mm. and that you don't need a physical body to have an experience. Yeah. But I didn't learn anything more than that. And then I tried Salva Norm two more times, I think, without having an, a, a spiritual experience. It didn't work the second and third time. Yeah. And then I think it became illegal here in Sweden. They kind of found out about it and Mm. made it illegal. And I just dropped it. And I didn't try it anymore. And then 10 years passed until you brought up this Dennis McKenna thing.
1: Yeah, I just have to mention, I mean, we have this, you explain this. This is an experience where you go to a completely different reality. Yeah. And these are substances that are available for everyone. Yeah. But, I mean, they are illegal now. But I think I think we're going towards a psychedelic renaissance or something. I mean... I hope so. If we look on the internet today, I mean, more and more people are talking about it. Yeah. It's by becoming definitely. more... And I think more people are realizing that it's not just something you do to get high. Because that's not what you do when you, when you go into this experience. You can't that's compare not it to for. other intoxicants. No. It's,
0: it's not the same thing. It's so different. Yeah. And it's not, you know, when you see on internet these pictures, GIF pictures yeah. of these psychedelic patterns. Yeah. It's not like that, folk. That's not a psychedelic trip. Yeah, I, <laughs> I promise I you.
1: Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I mean, it's <laughs> bullshit. The way I see it, it, we have a different reality that we can travel to and experience several different realities. I yeah. would, yeah, say. Yeah, there's a bunch of them. Yeah. Um, so that was one of the motivations for me because when I started uh, thinking about having this psychedelic experience, the first thing I mentioned is um, I wanted to recreate that experience that I had during the meditation. Mm-hmm. I really read up on it and read about other people's experiences just to try to understand yeah. what it was like. And also when you mentioned your experience, I think that's that was... Uh, Yes, the deal breaker for me. I mean, I felt that, okay, let's at least try it once. And you asked me if I wanted to do it. Yeah.
0: And I had felt that even though I only had one breakthrough experience, Mm. that experience never left me during all those years. Okay, I thought about it from time to time, and I was always curious about trying out psychedelics again. Yeah. And when you brought it out, brought it up i didn't hesitate for a th- second yeah i felt yeah we let's do this and at the time i was thinking that i was working as a principal at that time mm. so it kind of felt quite of sensitive to me to break the law and do something yeah. illegal Yeah. but i thought like this well what what is the worst thing that can happen i mean yeah. We do this one or two times, have an experience perhaps, yeah. and we're not going to share it with anyone. No one's ever going to find out. And now we're sitting here talking about it,
1: yeah. dropping all of that. <laughs> so uh, what we have experienced uh, that we will explain throughout the podcast is basically such st- strong, powerful experience that we have decided to drop everything else and just talk about it.
0: Yeah, and we have received information that is so fantastic that we have to share it with
1: the rest of the world and it really sticks out i think yeah a lot of things for sure uh so let's talk a little bit about the first experience that we had
0: yeah the first experience we decided to try out lsd yeah and since we are wise persons we decided to start off with a small amount yeah uh, which I think is quite a good idea when you try this stuff for the first time. Mm. So we started off with quite a low dosage on, with LSD. Yeah. I took it at... I cannot say we took it in my house, Yeah, which also is a good idea while well, not be in my house. So yeah, everyone can come here and try <laughs> LSD. <laughs> yeah. But my house is in the countryside. There are no immediate neighbor neighbors. Mm. So we kind of... Could be alone out here in yeah. my house and not be disturbed, which is a good thing.
1: Yeah, so it's a really safe environment. You feel really comfortable here. Yeah. So that, so that's, I think, setting is the key when you, when you go into these experiences. Yeah. Just make sure you're somewhere where everything feels all right. Yeah, we read a lot about
0: how you should do this in the safest possible way yeah. and how to attain a spiritual experience there. Are, yeah. I mean, a lot of people trying out are doing it the completely wrong way. They're doing, uh, you know, at raves and parties and festivals yeah. and stuff like, like that. Um, That's not how you're supposed yeah. to do it, folk. You need to do it in a safe environment where you feel a calm environment, hmm. and because this can
1: be a very Roller coaster, to say the least. Yeah, I mean, you're going inwards. Yeah. That's where you should go. You shouldn't look for an experience outwards. No. So go somewhere where you feel safe and you can just, without any uh, trouble, go inwards and just explore yourself. Yeah. So, um, not
0: David's saying that people should do this. We're just saying how we did it. Yeah. So Up people
1: have a free will and mm-hmm. we're not going to say what people should do or not do. Yeah. For sure. So, uh, when we tried it for the first time, I remember uh, we took the LSD, and uh, after about 45 minutes, things started happening, at least for me. Mm-hmm. So, what I could, the first thing I could notice was I was looking at the wall, and you could see that uh, the stripes on the wall started moving, wiggling. Yeah. So, when the visual experience really started getting stronger, it was the same visual experience that I had had. During my one week of med- uh, spiritual experience or yeah. my awakening, yeah. So I thought instantly when I had this visual experience that, all right, this is this is the same thing, yeah. And that's quite amazing. That's real
0: amazing. I mean, that in itself is kind of a proof that psychedelics are not invoking hallucinations mm. because you had had this experience before, yeah as a result of meditation not taking any substance into your body yeah and this was the very same thing
1: yeah i mean i had it prior to taking lsd and i have it afterwards yeah. this visual experience i had not had it prior but i have had it afterwards now yeah so that was the a really amazing experience or a good feeling yeah when i had this visual experience i could just relate to what i had experienced previously and I, after I think it took one and a half hour or something like yeah. that, when you st- really started feeling it emotionally as, as well. Yeah, and it became much stronger. Mm. And I just remember that it, I guess the roller coaster of experiences started happening. Yeah. I mean, one minute I could, I think the first thing that really stuck out, stuck out was that. Uh, my thoughts, I couldn't keep a thought in my head. I mean, my my ego or my thoughts in my head was just running rampage. Yeah. I couldn't keep a thought.
0: The mind is pretty much shutting down mm. and you become more present in the now. Yeah. And that's, i since I have studied spirituality, that's one of the things that you do when you meditate. You try to shut down your mind and what is called in the spiritual
1: community, the ego. Yeah. So that was what happened. Uh, I mean, my ego just started shutting down. I I could almost feel or sense that my ego was fighting against it. It wanted to keep a hold of me, but it couldn't. It was just pulling it back and forth. So it was just a fight from the ego trying to take control again. And that's often the reason why people have bad
0: trips Hmm. is because their ego is fighting. Yeah. And that's when this well, quite frightening things can occur. But there are techniques to get past that.
1: Yeah. And what happened when my ego lost control was that I was transformed into some experience that I couldn't make sense of. Yeah. Uh, I just remember one, the first thing that happened was, I remember if I am a small fragmentation of myself in my normal being, I went from that to being, just being thrown out through the universe and just being pure energy, yeah, in a small scale, and became one with yeah, I, I the universe, pretty much. Yeah, I, I lost uh, my feeling of being a body, yeah, and I was just transforming into the being energy, yeah, just thrown out in the universe, and uh, it was just a small moment, and I was back. In my ego it was, it was yeah. pulling me back again, but it, I had that experience later on. Yeah.
0: But I had another experience that kind of resembles what you experienced, but mm-hmm. not really, because I didn't turn into energy. But I had experience of... Uh, how should I explain it? I could, I could not ex- feel where my body ended and my surroundings began. Yeah, okay. For instance, I remember touching the living room table. Yeah. And I could actually feel that I was one mm. with the table, that the energy that makes up this table... Was the same energy that makes up me all right and i had read about it during my uh, studies of spirituality and i knew that everything is actually one everything is part of this one consciousness Mm. and consciousness is the only thing that really exists everything we'll see as physical is actually kind of an illusion Mm. made up of the consciousness of well god if you want your the one consciousness So I knew knew this in theory, but now I could actually feel it and see it, and uh, I understood what what I was experiencing because mm-hmm. I had read about it. But it was, was quite another thing to experience than to read about it. I can tell you. Yeah. So I uh, it was really cool because I could feel that I was one with everything around me, and that was also a problem yeah. <laughs> because I had quite a hard time moving around, not really. Feeling where my body ended. Right. And later on when we went outside, you know, dressing was really hard because I couldn't really make any (laughs) sense of my body at
1: the time. Yeah. And uh, was this a confirmation for you that everything you had read about was now, you were now experiencing? Well, I wasn't experiencing
0: everything I had read about. Yeah. But it was definitely a confirmation about that, Mm. that I was one with my surroundings. Yeah. And I also had as you also had, out-of-body experiences during this very first yeah. uh, journey. And what happened during this first experience was that I was thrown out of my body into I don't know what,
2: mm.
0: back and forth. Yeah. And I couldn't control it. It, yeah. it just happened. And I remember ending up at one time in this completely white realm. Yeah, yeah. Other times it was more like I went inside of my consciousness in this very strange place mm-hmm. and I remember another time I it felt like my soul was turned inside out yeah it felt like I was time and space and it warped around itself <laughs> I don't know if I explained this correctly because I have no frame of reference to what I experienced mm-hmm. but I can say this it
1: was awesome and it was cool yeah <laughs> I, think, I think that's the big problem when you take psychedelics and you have these experiences is that the limitations of language and the limitations of reference yeah. in this normal reality it just isn't there it's I mean, not you can't explain it with words you have so you to reinvent it
0: language i think if we want to talk about this yeah what is actually but i do think as terms mckenna often said this is an experience that you have to have by own, by yeah, own yeah. because you can't really retell it. Mm. But it, that was also a confirmation of the existence of a soul. I mean, that mm. you're not actually a physical body in yeah. the sense that we think we are.
1: Yeah. And for me, when I had these experiences, because I didn't, I hadn't studied spiritual literature enough to be convinced that God existed or other yeah. body experiences was real. I mean, I experienced it, but I couldn't put words to it yeah and it was the same thing during this first experience I just had yeah. this really strong experience but I, I was still not convinced because I hadn't yeah. didn't have the theoretical knowledge but a good thing was when we always
0: discuss our experience afterwards yeah. and I, I can often put words to what you have experienced. Yeah, most definitely so you can make sense out it hmm. and that's I think it's quite weird for me that I have read so much and understand what is happening hmm. But I have also experienced a lot of things that makes absolutely no sense. (laughs) I mean, I had no idea what I'm going through at times. But it's always cool. It's always amazing anyway. I I just go with it and run. Go with the ride, basically.
1: Yeah, and that's especially during the first times. It was really unexplainable things that happened. I I can't put words to it even now. I was never afraid, though. No, same here. I I, I always felt this is so cool. (laughs) Yeah. It was like you were out on a roller coaster, the best roller coaster i ever had. And you're just having an amazing experience. And, well, it was really cool. Yeah. Um, Then we decided to go outside. Yeah. Eventually, we were able to make it outside. uh, Yeah. And I just remember that when we went outside it was a winter evening and it was dark mm-hmm. outside and the stars were out this evening as well so yeah. beautiful stars night sky and uh, I just remember that we were lied on the in the snow just looking at the stars yeah and I remember when I looked at the stars I could really s- feel a sense of connectivity mm-hmm. like I was fully connected to to the universe somehow yeah definitely. Uh, and the entire universe or all the stars were when I looked at them, it looked like a spider's web. Mm-hmm. Like everything it was just connected to each other. Yeah, And I just remember also feeling this power from the universe just coming over me. Yeah, I really felt like a connectivity to it. Mm-hmm. So that was a really cool experience. Yeah, I
0: had my experience during the star watching episode. Mm-hmm. I looked at the star... And what happened when I focused on that particular star was that I, I could feel I had, I made a very strong connection, direct connection with the star yeah, as if there was a link between us mm. and the star was actually a living being that I could connect to.
2: Yeah.
0: It was really weird. And what happened at the same time was that when I connected to the star and focused on it, it was like everything around me just faded away. Yeah, right. And it was only me and the star existing.
1: Yeah. Quite remarkable, yeah, it's like everything else just fades away, and there's just yeah. two things existing in the universe anymore. And
0: I have had that experience many times later on mm. with different objects, yeah for instance, if i when we sat in the woods later on and I was watching a tree and meditating, mm. everything else just is, went away and yeah, it just, it was me the, yeah. yeah, it was me and the tree, yeah, and I also felt that connection to that tree at that time, so it's
1: quite weird yeah i don't know what cool. happened <laughs> but it's cool yeah uh but that wasn't the weirdest thing that would happen that evening no when we was finished watching the stars um uh, i ca- we came over and talked to each other and i remember when i was talking to you i was uh, you had the woods behind you yeah so i was talking to you and it felt like the woods were calling for me yeah. i couldn't fe- keep my focus on you i was just my eyes were just looking at the <laughs> woods while i was talking at you and after a few seconds, I just blurred out, "I really need to go into the woods and hug a tree."
0: Yeah, and the strange thing was that when you said that, yeah, I was feeling exactly the same thing. Mm. I had this strong urge inside of me that I had to hug a tree, <laughs> and I understand if people think this sounds weird, and it's well, it is weird in yeah. a way. So, but it, that was what happened, and we just have to retell it, yeah, <laughs> like it was. Yeah, so. What we did was we went into the woods and hugged a
1: tree. Not the same tree, though. No, uh, actually, we were spooning against one tree. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, we had different trees. Yeah. So what happened was,
0: I can go first yeah, and sure. tell what happened when I hugged the tree. I went up the tree, I put my arms around it, I lay my head against uh, the tree. And immediately when I put my head against it, it started talk to me. Hmm. And it did not talk in words, but it talked in pictures and emotions streaming into me like an energy. And I also had the sensation that it was not actually the individual tree that spoke to me. Mm. It was more like nature is one coherent entity, like Mother Nature. Right. And it was that being talking through this individual tree. Mm. That was my impression at least. Yeah. And what it told me it sent me pictures of pain. Mm-hmm. Uh, it told me that it, that nature is feeling tremendous pain of what we human beings are doing towards nature,
2: mm.
0: how we are hurting nature and almost killing it yeah. by our irresponsible way of living. Mm. And it felt an enormous sorrow and pain and wanted to tell me what it felt like, yeah. what we are doing to it. But at the same time, it sent me unconditional love. Yeah. And it didn't judge us. It didn't blame us. It was more like this was a nature. Mother nature is a more highly evolved being. Mm. And she understands that we are kind of children, yeah. not knowing what we're doing. But she, she said, you have to stop. You must start, uh, stop killing me. Yeah. You need to stop doing this I love you I don't blame you but this has to stop right and I started to cry like a baby Mm. because I felt so ashamed of being part of this because at the time even I mean we all of us know that we are destroying nature. It's mm. not a secret. No, not at all. But we cannot stop doing it. It's so strange when you think
1: about it. Yeah, we're really caught up in the materialistic society and materialistic view, and yeah. we, we just ignore it. We stick our hands in the sand and ex- try to... Yeah, yeah, like it's not happening. Yeah, we're, we're just blind to it and mm. ignore
0: it. Try, yeah, we put our hand in the sand, our head in the sand to... Yeah. We're we're not ready to change, but we have to do it. And I was very moved by this experience. And since this experience, I have really changed Mm. uh, when it comes to my way of living and my relation to nature. When I go out in nature these days, I have a really strong connection to nature. Mm. And I can really feel a strong love towards nature. And I have changed the way I live. Mm. I'm not perfect <laughs> yet, but I, di- I am still, to some extent, caught in the materialistic and monetary system, but yeah. it's not the same thing as it was before, though.
1: And I think, well, yes, to, I mean, we, we're we all humans. We just try to yeah. make our best, but making the decision of trying to improve yourself, that's what yeah. you need to start yeah. with. And I mean, if you still, I mean, we can't be perfect. I wish mean, it's every- not going to happen overnight, but... No the fact that we're beginning to take care of this problem is uh, that's yeah. a good start and i really wish all
0: people could have this experience that i had because yeah. it will change you from one day to another yeah in a dramatic way and i did i wouldn't change that quickly if i didn't have this experience so i'm mm. very very grateful for it and it was an amazing experience
1: yeah 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 and my experience uh i didn't really have any I didn't have the same experience. Maybe. I think maybe that's because I'm a little bit better at nature. I don't know. I don't know. Perhaps. (laughs) (laughs) No. So, (laughs) no. The old jokes aside, um, I had a... I was... uh, Yeah, same thing here. I was going up to the tree and I was hugging it. Yeah. And in this moment, when I put my hands around the tree, it just a wave of love just came over me, like a pure pure unconditional love. Mm -hmm. And same thing there, as you mentioned, it felt like it was the the whole of nature talking, not just uh, this particular tree. Mm -hmm. And I was just swept over by this enormous amount of love. And uh, it was the same amount of love that I felt during my meditation as well. Mm -hmm. So I could make the... uh, connection there yeah back again so i remember just sitting there being loving towards nature and just nature sending love towards back towards me and we were just in this pure love mode back and forth and it was just a beautiful experience Mm -hmm. and uh, also i don't we were talking about things and when it was sending a positive response, yeah. uh, this is a quite hard thing, thing to explain, but I, I'll give it my best shot. Yeah, sure. Uh, when, I was giving a, when it was giving a positive response to yeah. my question or my feelings, it was like w- waves of energy flowing into me. Mm-hmm. And whenever it was uh, having a negative response yeah. to what I was saying, the energy would flow out of me. Okay. So it was like telepathic communication through energy yeah. exchange. Really weird, yeah, yeah, <laughs> but yeah. it, still amazing at the same time. Yeah. And I was just, uh, f- the fact that I was uh, communicating with it yeah. just blew my mind. Yeah. And I remember that evening, the evening after this experience, when I went to bed, I couldn't sleep. Mm. Because this experience of just communicating with something in nature. Yeah. I mean, my mind was blown. <laughs> I had no i I didn't think about it before, or I didn't think about it during the experience, but when I thought about it afterwards, okay. I was just my my mind was blown hmm. so that was a really amazing experience and uh I think after this experience, we just went inside and uh things just started tripping down again, yeah, it kind of faded off, and yeah. we came down,
2: yeah,
0: and started to talk about what had happened and well, it was an amazing experience, but what mm. we felt was we wanted to see if there was more to it. That was Definitely. my expression. I felt that, well, this was very interesting, but I want to see if I can get more stuff confirmed mm. that I had read about, if I could have more experiences of different spiritual yeah. kinds, I don't know. So, yeah, I mean, it was quite... Positive,
1: both of us, Yeah, to uh, try this again. For sure. Uh, after this powerful experience, I just thought we need to try this again. Yeah. And uh, the amount of experience that it gave you uh, after this experience, uh, it was just... I couldn't go back to just ignoring it. It was impossible to go back after that. Yeah, totally so, impossible. Yeah, so we, we tried a few more uh, LSD a few more times as yeah. well. Uh, and after, I think it was... Three or four times uh, we tried it out. We had various experiences, but uh, after I think it was the fourth time or something, we we also tried uh, psilocybin cubensis mushrooms. Yeah, we did, and uh, that was a very
0: different experience. Not mm. extremely different. It's quite similar in many ways, but yeah. it also it's a much smoother experience. Yeah, it's it doesn't you don't have the strange chills
1: down your spine as you have on LSD. Mm. So I liked it much more yeah same here it's much more smoother and one thing that i like about the mushroom is that it seems like there's a presence to it yeah. like there's an intelligence behind it like lsd you're thrown into these uh alternate realities yeah but when you take the mushroom you're guided through them by something there is a presence
0: for sure yeah. behind it and you can feel it yeah so uh, and we have also been in contact with it Later on, many times.
1: Hmm. So you, That's one of the good, good things about uh, mushrooms. And I think after this uh, trying mushrooms, we we decided to stick with mushrooms. Yeah,
0: we switched over completely and never went back to, nope. and Never
1: felt any need to either. No. And I, I guess it's just personal preference. For yeah. us, it's always been mushroom is the best one for us. Yeah. Uh, so what happened during the first experience on, on mushrooms? If you want to start... Well,
0: what happened was that we discovered something new that was very important for us. I You were away for a while. This was quite early on when the yeah. effects were starting to take place. And you went out of the living. I was living in the living room and you went, I don't know where you went, but hmm. I was alone in the living room and I decided to put on some music. And I put on the song, Varude, by the Icelandic band Sigur Ros. Right a band I was listening to a lot at the time. And they have very beautiful, powerful music.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And when I listened to road, which I had listened to many times, it was like I was listening to a comle- completely new song. Yeah, It was so powerful, so beautiful that I, it just blew my mind. It felt like I was, you know, sitting in the center of a big stadium, Yeah, surrounded by thousands upon thousands of speakers, you know, Hmm. giving me this unreal 3D experience of the music. And I yeah. could also hear every single sound in the music hmm. separated from each other. I could hear them individually. So yeah. at the same time, very strange. And it was so mesmerizing
1: that I was just blown away. Yeah. I remember I came back to to the room. I've been outside for a while and came back into the house. You were sitting there in the sofa listening to the music and tears running from your (laughs) eyes. You were just looking like you were in heaven. Yeah, I was totally blown
0: away. And I remember saying to you, you have
1: to try this. This is is so amazing. And that's one really important thing that we discovered there. Yeah. Music, how it can just navigate you through the experience. And I think...
0: We have talked a lot about what is happening when you're listening to music. Yeah. Because it turned out to be a very important key for us. It, we we developed the music listening to a kind of a technique to attain spiritual experiences. Yeah. Of a greater sort. or mm. greater kind. And what music tends to do is when you listen to music that you feel are very emotional to you. Yeah. And that it, I think it has to be beautiful music as well. Right. We have tried a lot of different kinds of music. And the ones that works the best for us are... Kanye West. Kanye West. <laughs> what well, I don't Cyrus.
1: Uh, <laughs> Cyrus. Yeah. No. Um,
0: uh, well, classical music yeah. is one of the best choices. Hmm. And also music like cigars that are very emotional and beautiful movie movie music you know like soundtrack music for because that's the kind of modern type of classical music actually yeah often a lot of feelings and things like that
1: yeah and if you think about it uh, what i mentioned before what happened during the first experience was that it was a roller coaster of experiences yeah and what happened was when i could be able to shut down my ego i would go into the experience but Mm -hmm. the ego would try to pull me back yeah Away from the experience. Uh, But what music does, as you said, is it shuts down the ego. Because you're so mesmerized by the beauty of music. And that's why it has to be beautiful music.
0: The music becomes so good Mm. compared to what you're used to. That you totally forget to think. You you get drawn into the musical experiences. And the mind completely shuts down. And for all of those of you who have studied spirituality, know that shutting down the mind mm. is what opened up your channel yeah. to the spiritual realm. And when that happens, things start to happen that are <laughs> amazing. <laughs>
1: yeah, for sure.
0: But I didn't have we it didn't we didn't break through to any kind of spiritual experience at that
1: time. No, but it was just amazement by the yeah. beautiful music. But the at next the time. time Yeah, the next time. But one thing that I just want to highlight on this uh, mushroom trip as well uh, was when uh, afterwards, when things were calming down, when the substance was going out of me, I just felt this, uh, the silence was, we we put out the music and it was just silent. I was just sitting there in the sofa. And I just, a feeling of total peace just came over me. Yeah, I could just, in the silence, in the nothingness, I could just find this moment of peace mm-hmm. uh, I didn't have any thoughts about anything prior and I didn't have any worries about the future I was just sitting there in the now in the moment of silence just yeah. feeling this peace hmm. so that was a really beautiful experience that I had uh, that's what I take with me from, from that first yeah. mushroom experience yeah um... and and after this when this uh, we have, have finished this experience we we really realize that this can really be used as a tool for spiritual experiences
0: yeah and we're going to go into that in the next episode yeah how we started to use music as a spiritual tool yeah and, and psychedelics as well and yeah in combination with psychedelics yeah, yeah. so and that's just changed everything and what we're going to talk about in the next episode is when shit really started to happen too. Yeah. But, but I it's... just
1: want to mention one small thing before yeah, that do that uh it was a uh, it was during one of the first experiences, yeah, we uh, were outside in the woods, and I was lying in the woods for whatever reason yeah and <laughs> uh, and I just saw in the corner of my eye I could see a small light moving yeah and i thought what is what is that and I just ran towards the front side of the house yeah. where you have this view of uh Uh, the water yeah my house is on top of a hill Hmm.
0: so you have a kind of quite a good view and uh, in front of the house
1: further down is the ocean yeah so when i was when we were looking out there we could see in the dark it was completely pitch dark outside everything all the street lights were off and it was pitch dark and we can see this object moving through the night
0: yeah it and what it was was actually a ship, yeah, a kind of a cargo ship, and they pass by my house uh, from time to time, mm. and it's actually quite cool to see them in the night, yeah, when you're not on psychedelics because it's as you said pitch dark and it's it, it doesn't you can hardly hear it, mm. so you feel you see this big ship with the lights reflecting on the water. Yeah. And it's really cool but when we
1: saw it on Psychedelics, oh my fucking god. Yeah. <laughs> it just blew our minds and it yeah. was really looking like a almost alien I would.
0: It looked like a spaceship, yeah, floating through space. It was so cool. I I can't describe
1: it. It was probably the coolest thing I have ever yeah. seen. I think what happens when you when you when you have see these things, I mean, you can look at the other star. Uh, glass or something yeah. like that and it looks amazing when you're on psychedelics or in the yeah. state of mind it's yeah. almost like it retells everything of the past when you look at the both it's almost Perhaps. like you get all the experience of the human evolution just going up to this very moment, yeah. creating this ship, how just amazing that in itself is. Yeah. I, you just get this feeling in this moment or everything before. I
0: agree, because I have been, during other journeys, I have been lying on my sofa and looked at my TV. Yeah. And been struck with the insight that, oh my God, what a genius. Yeah. Uh, design this mm. TV has. I mean, this there is a a mind that have constructed that TV yeah. that have thought it out, and I have been in awe of yeah. the design and just yes, everyday things that you would wouldn't look at yeah. otherwise. You and also, see the, the big, you know, the kind of the, the remote control, you look yeah. at it and someone made this <laughs> and thought this up. Yeah, yeah. And you're so blown away about <laughs> that. Yeah, and. All the other days you kinda, of, yeah, fuck this shit. Yeah, it's in my TV. way. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> so that's uh, that's I think when you once you observe things in the state of mind as well, yeah. everything just looks yeah. totally amazing.
0: But they also look different. I mean yeah. there's something happening when you raise your awareness mm. with the help of psychedelics. Yeah. You kind of see some of the divinity in everything. It's it's it looks very Cool. I don't. I you yeah. can't retell what it looks like. You have
1: to see it for yourself.
0: But and the further
1: amazing. you go, the more amazing it looks. Yeah,
0: the more you raise your frequency. Yeah, the more cool things look. That's
1: just the way it is. Right. So after this, we had some. I would say that's when start really started happening.
2: Yeah. Uh,
0: so we're going to talk about that in about that in the next episode. Yeah. When, as I said. The experience really took off to a whole new level and we made contact with, we're not going to tell you right now,
1: but yeah, you don't want to miss the upcoming episodes, that's for sure. It's a real spiritual breakthrough. That's the only thing I'm going to say. Yeah. So if you want to see more of our podcast, go to Maldorma.com. There we have a lot more content as well that we will put out for you, and uh, also be sure to check out Magnus' book, The Illusion.
0: Yeah, I wrote a
1: book called The Illusion.
0: Uh, it's about, uh, it's basically, uh, the first half is uh, my spiritual theories and uh, I explain pretty much what consciousness is and yeah. how things work. And I also, in the second half, describe all of our important psychedelic journeys in hmm. great detail and also I describe all the information that I have received during these experiences yeah. and then also of course you have to look out for Tapia's upcoming book
1: yep. Stepping into the Unknown yeah it's uh it's my personal story about all these yeah. experiences and also um, the things before uh, which led up to all these experiences and basically yeah. how it has changed me and what I have learned throughout this journey and we have very different styles and also yeah. very different...
0: Our experiences are quite different. Mm. I have also always been the guy that really want to understand things theoretically and are quite philosophical and abstract, while you yeah. are more of an experience
1: kind of person. I don't know how to describe it. But yeah, I just try to put words into the experience and just try to through the beautiful language just to explain it the best way i can yeah so be sure to check out the books and also go to meldorma.com yeah so i think that's it for this episode be sure Mm -hmm. to check out the next one yes all right thank you bye 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 bye